Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I, I want to catch it and throw it back. All right, monk. Let's see if you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mess up Murloc's alchemy shop or? Yeah, I messed that. That that old man's shop up. So you murdered him. Yeah, did you did you mean to kill him? Murdered him? No! I used one of his recipes. The recipe's pretty easy to follow. Ew, what's that brown stuff? It says ground newt? Oh, that Oh. Oh. And that that purple stuff? There's this scream that comes through at one point. And it's the three of us. And then you look into each other and it's you three screaming. Where did Boots go? Jail. Oh, well, that's where he's gonna go. Who, who are you? We came here and saved you. What's with the scary face dude in your notebook? He begins to speak or vocalize and moot. It's the same sounds that you began to hear. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Carla Maxted. She, her, I will be playing Glim. Also she, her. And Tom Laird. That's me, uh, he, him, and I will be playing Moot, who also goes by he, him. Amy Moore's here. She, her, and I play Sullivan Slate. He, him. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. You, you know him from places. It's Lindsay Bowen. Yay! Woo! Thank you. Hi, he, him. I'll be playing Nanpa Nine. Also, he, him. Oh, it's lovely to have you here today with us, Lindsay. We hear you've been studying up to be on the show. I have listened to every odd-numbered episode. I mean, that's oh. the best way to do it. Um, well, I'm confident in saying of the five of us, you know what's going on more than the other. Absolutely. <laughs> Except for us, that's not fair. It's just us three dumb dumbs. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I don't know. Did Did you hear him earlier? Where he's like, talk amongst yourselves. I haven't written down something very. <laughs> I have important. to write down important <laughs> notes. Look, that's for a future game. That's not mm, for past mm-hmm. game. Right. 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 That's right. Future game being thirty to forty seconds from this now. One that's right correct. Now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, it's it's we're discovering it all together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whether I write it down or not doesn't matter. 
because it's improv. Yeah. Hey, hey, Russ, great, great job. This was like word for word what you emailed me last week that they would say. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, yes, you're not supposed improv. to tell them that. Good, you got the script then. All right. Uh, where we do more improv, including some uh, live streamed uh, one shots, is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And when you are a patron, you get in on all those great games that we play, but also you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Andrew Flood. Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Andrew, thank Yay. you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew. You can join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Just ask Lindsay how good it is over there. I am a patron and I love it. He sounded so forced. Yeah, like, like Russ has a gun I, to his head we all right had now. Very He's got his looks family on our in the back. Like, <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I love it. Patreon's great. That part was not in the script that he sent me, and I just I can't I can't be off book. Yeah. <laughs> it was flawless. I loved it. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. And now fuck it, let's play. It's an early morning in the lovely city of Daramar, and Moot and Sully have gone out to go find breakfast for themselves, and perhaps for Glim, who stayed behind, because she has been looking over her Bahamut book. It's been a bit since there's been any direction, or notice, or communication. Is anyone else picturing the Bahamut book just like, those books from the library where it was like L and then it was like all the things that start with L you're talking about an encyclopedia <laughs> no but they were like picture books right yeah. I was Carly, imagining you know what I'm like, talking about yeah like yeah. the teens like the teen bible that's what I'm picturing oh <laughs> I mean sure also good kind of a sweet amphigory yeah absolutely sorry I'm gonna interrupt this again where did we land on long rest <laughs> oh, that's a great happened. question. I said yes. <laughs> I didn't did hear you. you? I, wasn't I don't think you did. The, you went, I, I have yes, to write some stuff the only down. One. Yes. Oh, is that when he said that? That's awfully suspicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can all okay, long well, rest. I already did it. You're having long rest. I did it. Uh, it's, uh, it's just in your in your tavern uh, room, just flipping through the pages, looking at past entries. Okay, Bahamut. Listen, big guy. Um... I could really use, I don't mean to be demanding, it's so great of you to have already put all these things in this book, but I just kind of need to know, like, where are we going? What's next? How? I've got the team. We're ready to save the world, and now I just need just a little bit of direction, please. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do some sit-ups, and you can, I'll just leave the book here. And I'll just check it in a minute. Place the book down and begin doing sit-ups. Evolves into push-ups and... One-arm push-ups and jumping push-ups and like... It's it's incredible. Just coming back to her grunting, just like a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot. It's like a, it's like a rocky like pump-up scene. <laughs> yeah, just like kind of surreptitiously looking at the book every like 35 seconds like, hmm, maybe, Mohammed, buddy? After about... I don't know, rep a million. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear a loud crash outside the window, which draws your attention. You go over and you look out and you see that there's a, a wagon that's crashed into a, a vendor's fruit stand. Fruit stand. Oh, yeah. 
oranges and bananas and watermelons mm-hmm. spilling out into the street. It's a bit of a scuffle happening. And then you hear the sound of scratching coming from behind you from the book. Well, I rush back to the book and, and try and see it revealed before me. You have it open to a clean page and it looks like frantic lettering beginning to appear. Not like the cursive smooth, clean lines of entries past. And the words that come into view before you are attack. Then it, without lifting whatever imaginary pen, drops down to Celestia. And as that finishes, it drops down and gives you one more phrase that says, don't come before it drags this imaginary pen that's being used somewhere off the page. Well, that seems bad. That seems bad. I should definitely just like finish this set, but then go find Moot and Sully right away after that. So I do like a thousand more, but it's really fast. We cut outside to the fruit stand as Moot walks up. Sullyless, you see this carriage with two well-dressed figures in like black blazers that fit just a little snug, and they're talking to this vendor. One of them is a monkey who's not saying a whole heck of a lot, but looks quite disgruntled. And the other one, Lindsay, could you describe? who the other character is they see. Sure. I think it's important to point out that that when Russ asked me what kind of characters I'd like to be, I wanted to be a a little cute steampunk robot and his his talking monkey friend. And and Russ wanted to be Men in Black. So (laughs) we compromised. This is the compromise. I'm all about compromise. That's how entertainment works. monkey in black. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, you see a little brass robot in front of you. He's got a round head. It looks like a golden snitch. It's about the size of a volleyball with giant bulging green porthole eyes and and an even more giant handlebar mustache that sticks off either side twice as as wide as his head. uh, His body's the size of a yoga ball and the bottom quarter of it is this dense black substance that he kind of rolls around on like an upside down secret deodorant kind of squeaks sometimes his his body's painted like he's wearing a black business suit and he's got uh pince-nez sunglasses like morpheus on and a big black fez like a like a turn of the century eastern european warrior or businessman this is a business fez this is not a fun fez uh he's got a giant crossbow and a like a what you would think of as a baseball bat and a shield strapped to his back and he's saying to the vendor, stop fucking around. We're here for business. Uh, you ran into my, you ran into my, I don't even know what this is called, storefront. I'm new. I'm new to being a vendor. This is my first vend. What is this around? This is squish fruit, isn't it? Look at this. You're just squishing my good apples is what you're doing, sir. This is clearly not an apple. This is a squish fruit. 
the monkey, uh, who also is on the smaller side, picks up one of the larger melons and like cracks it open and begins just like coring out the inside. Do you, do you have a permit for this squish fruit stall? Yeah, I got a permit. What are you, some sort of inspector or something? Hey, we're with your Bureau of Anomalous Legends, Lores, and Spectacles. And this is an anomaly. This should not be here. Because I am here trying not to squish fruit. So wait a second. You're saying I have to have a permit for me to have fruit that you're not supposed to squish? Absolutely. Oh, let me check my books. Moot, you think you're going to come to blows or something? You want to, like, place a little bit of place all money on this thing? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, My money's on the monkey. He hasn't God done much yet, so it's always the quiet ones you have to watch out for. I was also considering the monkey. Well, I got it first. Wait, what's your guy? Uh, Well, I was playing the vendor, but there is a monkey. No, I know. Also. I was just wondering, like, you're, you're just a Tell humanoid? us about the vendor. What's yeah, he looking like? Oh, yeah, the vendor. If I'm making bets, I need to sure. kind of know who I'm putting um, my money on. Does he on. feel like going on an adventure? Yeah, no, the, the vendor is human. Um, he's, uh, he's on the, he's on the portly side. He eats a lot of squish fruit. Uh, he's got his, his own fruit. supply, hey? That's yeah, right. A little news. bit of a thinning, a little bit thinning on top, uh, scruffy, uh, five o'clock shadow kind of feel, uh, in a, just a, a very fruit stained tunic and... <laughs> Make him sound more slovenly. No. <laughs> yeah. Sir, no offense, but you are a mess. How much will it take in... Let's call it non-negotiable script for you to go away forever. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going for the robot because he's totally going to kill him. He's going to make him go away forever. Yeah, he means business. Look, these are the permits that I have here. I wish somebody help me figure out who these people are. Look, let's stop fucking around. These permits are garbage. Here. Here's some non-negotiable script. This should this should pay for everything. Just uh, go away. All right. Well, yeah, this would pay for a little bit. You know, I'm just going to turn back off here. All right. Hey, look, he's just like giving out money. Excuse me, sir. I was traumatized from looking at what had just occurred to me in front of my eyes. Do you have some uh, nondescript scripts for me? He turns his head to you and says, ah, do you know what non-negotiable means? It means it is open for negotiation. Uh, well, no, Sully, not, not, you're so close. You're so close. Like, how close? Like, close enough that we're just going to let it go? Like, the opposite of that, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it means that you're going to give it to me, no questions asked. Well, actually, I have questions. Nanpon 9, Bureau of Anomalous Legends, Lore, and Spectacles. And he reaches out a little robot hand to shake up, because he is smaller than you are. Smaller than me? So, it's the A-L-L-S? Is that, is that right? That's right. The Bureau of Anomalous Legends, Lore, and Spectacles. They do it all. <laughs> See what I did? <laughs> yeah, this monkey gets it. I'm Nanpa Nine. This is my partner, Professor Smart Monkey. <laughs> now, if we're all done fucking around, we have some questions. Well, sir, respectfully, I am almost never done fucking around. We rarely have answers to anything. But we are fairly cooperative people, I suppose. I'll wait. When you're ready, names, pronouns, and catchphrases, please. And he pulls out a little pad. Guys, 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 oh my god, oh my god. Glim, what's up? There was writing in the book, there was writing. New writing. What did it say? Uh, something bad. Oh. oh. So maybe well, we should... Rip that page out. No, no, oh. I don't, I, that seems, that would be like a desecration, I think. I don't, I definitely don't think I should do that, but maybe, um... Did you guys do this? 
No, we the, no, the, the robot and the and the monkey did this. Insulted. It was oh. the robot and the monkey. Shh, quiet. Nanpa 9. Auto gnome. I, I'm geared and designed to replicate all the features of a real gnome grandpa. Here, have a Werther's. And a little drawer opens where his vest pocket would be, and he pulls out a little caramel and he gives it to Glem. Here you <gasps> go, Sonny. Thank you. Oh my goodness, it's so nice to meet you. You I like. You, Wait, don't, you don't even know me, mister. Exactly, because you haven't answered like the us? questions. Names, oh, okay, pronouns, catchphrase. Sullivan's light. Um I I am I am pronouns. I think they're important. And um uh, ca- catchphrase. Um uh, um moot. Well, I need a minute. I oh, need don't write a that minute. down. That's not no, mine. That, that's Damn good. it. Oh, uh, Moot, uh, he, him, uh, and whoops, bad magic happened. Whoops, bad magic happened. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. That checks out from what I know, too, Moot. Wait, what, what do you know? You know stuff? Maybe a... Sh- the the lun- monkey leans down to Nampon Nine's ear and covers his hand uh, and whispers something into his ear. Does it sound like monkey sounds or does it sound like it's just actual? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Bad magic. I need a minute. Yeah, this is really them. What about you, Sonny? Oh, um. Nariksha Sakra, you can call me Glim, she, her, and I guess if I had to pick a catchphrase, it would be Bahamut rules. I thought for sure it would be, have you heard of this cool dude? <laughs> <laughs> Too long for a catchphrase. Fair. Too long. The, uh, the uh, uh, little robot looks up at the, at the monkey and his head squeaks as it shakes. Yes, this is them. Wait a sec. Hold on. Who sent you? We were sent here by the Bureau of Anomalous Legends, Lords, and Spectacles. We're here to give you direction. I don't... Well, I mean... Balls is going to give us direction? Sure. Why not? It's alls. Alls. Well, no, it's a bureau, though. It's for sure balls. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't... Well, well, time to make a correction on my notes. Yeah, I mean, that's how Bureau of... (laughs) Wouldn't be the first time someone scrawled balls in your book. Is that... Sully. Uh, So, hold on. So you're here to, yeah, okay, you're here to give us direction, but, like, who sent you to give us direction? Because, you know, you could be bad. We're sort of more like freelancers. We don't necessarily take... Uh, we take our directions from the big guy. Yeah, normally we mm-hmm. kind of just look towards Glim in that book. We're not here to give you orders. We're just here to give mm-hmm. you a sense of direction, a sense of purpose. Maybe a job, but our organization, the Bureau has been seeing some anomalies from time to time. Things have been happening. New prophecies appear. You heard of Profstat? Profstat goes off the charts whenever you guys move to a new town. There's the intrusion at Butts Hole. There's the goblin housing uprising. There's the little boy in the dog portal. Monkey leans down and whispers into his ear again. Absolutely, Professor. And, of course, the Shadow Wars, which have just... been prophesized to happen, but apparently you caused. Say oh, the, hold on. Sorry, what? the what? I'm sorry, what? I have we not don't... heard of that one yet. The Shadow Wars. Monkey nods. Well, let me give you some advice. Maybe there's maybe some information about these Shadow Wars? Besides other than the fact that we apparently caused them? Also, I want to see proof. It's a little sketchy. It's just a prophecy right now. But when when you're about to start an epic adventure and people are are, are, are counting on it, 
it's a good idea not to start with taxation and trade policy. And if you do that, it's a good idea not to kill the prince and raise him as a zombie. Well, I mean, quiet the fuck down for one thing, okay? We're in the street. We should probably just get out of the street. We should probably, like, get out of the street. What are you looking at? Yes, what are you looking at? Stop fucking around, passerby. Well, I came I came for some fruit. No, it's okay. It's I'll all over the ground. Just, just grab, grab one it. and grab go. And go. <laughs> Don't grab my fruit. Maybe there's somewhere else we can go that's not the middle of a of an of an accident of like an uh, like a spectacle that's happened in the streets. And you're you're saying that we we've caused shadow wars and and, and raised a dead prey. Like I don't know what you're talking about, man. Can we go somewhere also, else? There's some flies kind of starting and like gross. So maybe let's let's just go. Yeah, I agree with Glim. It's getting yucky over here. Let's go. <laughs> Seems like a regular spectacle to me, but sure, lead the way. We cut across the street to the inn where you're staying. It's a shady spot, hey? Shadiest spot. We didn't want to shill out for any... Nope. <laughs> well, any I mean, you were, being, you were being put up by the queen, right? So... Uh, I suppose. Yeah. She's on a budget, I get it. Yeah, it's, you got to keep you got to keep those purse strings tight, obviously. Yeah. And you're, you're in the back. You've been served a round of your favorite beverages for those that require them. The monkey's drinking a, a, a banana smoothie. Oh, how... With whiskey. It's going to say, how pedestrian. I know. Oh, the like monkey's it. drinking a banana smoothie. So base. Oh, that obviously okay. wasn't yeah. the important yeah. thing you wrote down earlier. Yeah. It's like when what my if dog. It was, though? <laughs> Let me see it. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'll like when my dog thing. pees on a fire hydrant, and I'm like, really? Yeah. It's a bit yeah. obvious. Yeah. Nan Paul looks at the monkey and says, Professor, you never cease to amaze me. You're always trying new things. And uh, and uh, he is, is has ordered a uh, a boiling tea kettle full of whiskey and is uh, is just inhaling the steam into a little little hole under his big mustache. Like a reverse tea kettle whistle. So shadow war. I mean, that doesn't. I know we've just met, but that isn't really like our thing. Sounds ominous. We're, yeah, we're more like save the world types, not cause wars types. Yeah, is there like a sunshine war? Because that's something that we could that's probably something. start. The prophecies are vague right now. They just popped up and you didn't say no about the zombie. Yeah, but we also didn't say yes. Hold on. You said this just popped up. Where does it pop? Profstat. We got a whole team, the boys and girls and prophecies. Uh, uh, look at these things. It's kind of seen to the future. And sometimes we can change things. Sometimes we Wait. can't. This time Wait. we can't, but maybe we can give you guys some direction. So you stop this wave of destruction across uh, Toriel. Well, oh God. Okay. Glim, didn't you just say that there was something bad in your, in your Bahama book? Well, yeah, but I mean, to be frank, I'm sorry, no offense, but I don't really want to talk about it in front of these strangers. Oh, no, I totally get it. But, but yeah, it was what if pretty bad. What if it's the same thing that's... Oh, you think they're tied to one oh, another? Maybe. Did your book mention devils? No. We got a devil problem. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's two separate problems. Oh, okay. Yeah, it could just be a coincidence. Um, Wait, that's not better. Hold on. Having two different problems is not oh. better. If it was the oh. same problem, oh. it would like so be just one problem. You're right. Well, one I was just excited that maybe it was like a problem that had nothing to do with us. Oh, that would be better. 
Yeah, but if it's in her book, it's probably to do with us. And mm. if he says we cause this as a problem, I mean, uh, our methods aren't necessarily like, uh, you know, it's just, we're doing our best. We are. That's all we do is our best. Fantastic. Listen, can we stop fucking around? We have a mission for you that could maybe help you clean up your ledger. Well, I have a quick question. Is your catchphrase, stop fucking around? It wouldn't be if you would. Oh, see what oh you okay, did yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so a mission and you're like for sure not evil, right? Yeah, is there a way we can tell you're not evil? I mean, I got that Worthers and that gave me like pretty good vibes towards you. So I'm kind of feeling like you're pretty chill, but. Well, what would it take for us to prove that, uh. An imposing figure like myself and the professor aren't evil. Well, I feel like if you're evil, legally, you have to tell us that you're <laughs> evil if we ask. You know, that so... checks out. Legally, I have to tell you I'm in balls. And legally, I have to tell you that balls is a division of the League of Interplanar Concerns and Kindness. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> and then monkey lifts his his collar. Who who makes who makes who puts these names together with these acronyms? I don't know. I guess it's the boys and girls in the acronym department. But all I know is, whenever Lick doesn't know where to go, the answer is always balls. Fair enough. Okay. Um. I just I don't think I need any more of an explanation. The world is weird. People say that a lot. I, is it just to stop you from throwing more really random acronyms at us? The monkey comes over and like pulls his shirt, his like his lab coat that he has on, um, and it, you can see a tag, and it says "not evil." Oh well, I mean, oh. we asked for proof, and I, yeah, I did ask the for writing's proof. right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, direct us then. So I guess yeah. What's our mission? Nanpa uh, is is flipping through his little notebook and saying acronyms. Acronyms, ac hold on, acronyms, acronyms, ah, mission. Okay, so we find willing adventurers. We ask them to do good works that help the world. We also find weird shit that's happening and try to stop that from happening. This, In this case, we get to kill two birds with one stone because you guys are weird shit that's happening. And we'd rather you... Work on a good mission. Well, hold on a second. Wait, I feel like that's stuff that we already do. Professor Smart Monkey pulls a stone out of his pocket and puts it in the center of the table. I mean, to be fair, you guys do some weird shit, too. What's with the stone? This is a metaphor. Go on. Okay. So it's going to turn into something. Mm, no. It's just a symbol for something else that we're going to be talking about. Have you heard of an orb of expanding? No. No. It's a powerful, powerful relic. And it's, it's kind of like me after a buffet. It's like if you could unbutton the top button on the universe. Whoa. That's right, Professor. And uh and uh Nanpa nods as as the professor just puff puffs himself up and puffs himself up and just is holding his breath and pulling his arms out wide and he's it's like that. 
the orb gets bigger and and envelops everything around it. Oh, I get it. And the and the orb should be kindness that we should all be doing so that we affect other people in a kind way and they go and affect other people in a kind way and it's like that? Sure, but this orb is actually a powerful weapon that's fallen into the hands of oh. devil cultists. Oh, okay, I thought you I thought it was literally a metaphor. Oh, Sally, yours was so nice. Yeah, it really took a turn. Yeah. Well, okay, okay so, so dangerous devil weapon. Cultists. What does it do De- again? It expands. It expands. The prophecy is a little a little vague beyond that. It's dangerous and it expands and it's an orb. Oh. oh. And 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 this cult of devils has it. A cult that worship devils. Hmm. Oh, I guess it's good to make that distinction. Yes. yes. Well, there may be some devils where there's a cult that worships a thing. Maybe there's some things. For example, did you notice that squish fruit cultist that we defeated earlier? Um, um, that I, vendor? I think that was just a fruit vendor. Have you tried to squish fruit? Thank God. Professor Smart Monkey's face just falls into his hands. What's the, what's the matter with with the professor? It's a squish fruit. You had it. He's what remembering what fruit? happened to to his last partner. One day before retirement, oh. ate some squish fruit. Just holds up one. Turned into an ooze lord. Oh, oh that's a oh. terrible way to go. Well, I mean, your lord, though. <laughs> well, you see, Professor Smart Monkey lift his head. And it's just a single tear rolling down his fur. So anyway, do you know about devils? I, um... I mean, in passing, sure. They're the opposite of angels. They're the opposite of angels. They're the worst because they're evil and they have bad politics. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. There's a lot of other evil that just wants to eat stuff. These guys? Right. No way. I guess I should tell you about the fire and the portals. But, But devils, they always got fire around them. This orb of expanding uh, allow them to summon portals and 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 push people through into a vernus, the uh, in, into hell, the first layer of hell, and allow devils to come out the other way. We don't want that. That's bad. Devils are terrible. Oh, that sounds terrible. That sounds really bad. So this is an an orb, but it's also a portal. It expands into a portal. Again, the prophecies are super vague. That should have a portmanteau. Porble? Orple? Professor Smart Monkey just slaps his forehead. Looks to Nampon. Let's nine. get some foley on that, Russ. <laughs> I, I didn't you have to take that again. I'm sorry. I missed that. <laughs> little little harder. Yeah, it wasn't quite yeah, great. It's a little <laughs> more slappy. You're gonna have to take your glasses off. Russell have a concussion by the time we're done. <laughs> he also can't remember oh, what happened. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Did it. Um, I was going to type something and now I can't remember what it was. Because you hit yourself three I, times. I killed, it. I killed it with fire and portals. Uh, okay, so yeah, portmanteau, portals, you're shaking and hitting your head. Um, okay, so I agree. This does sound bad. The portables, is that it? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's something like that. The portable of expanding. Exactly. So, sounds bad. First layer of hell sounds bad. Devils sound mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Where do we go to stop them? I think we're kind of free. So, apparently, these cultists have a hold up in the mountain range near here, the Lance Mountains. And do we know how many there are or what they plan on? Never mind. I just figured it out for myself. They're going to try to infiltrate the government. 
using the devils because of the bad politics. It's amazing that you mentioned that. Have you ever met an administrator who loves to be an administrator? Just, just is, is, is fired up about it. Just is, is, is everything about administration is, is the, the end all and be all of their being. And they make you do those stupid, stupid circles, those those pump up circles before before any of the people get there. And, and so they're like and they take up 15 minutes of your time and it doesn't really do anything. And nobody feels closer to one another. Devil cultists. <laughs> oh, it's all coming together. We got to stop this. Will it, will it stop this or is it just going to slow it down? Or just one of those where things aren't really going to change. It's just not going to get any worse. It'll at least get the portal in the hands of balls, that's for sure. Well. Uh, I did have a, a question, Nampot. You mentioned the um, prince uh, that we had some dealings with, and how does he factor into all this? Well, yeah, do you know how he's doing? Is he just hanging out with boobs? As far as I understand, the prophecies say that in the not-so-distant future, a great army of the undead will sweep over the land led by the shadow. No, come on, there's no way. Hold on, have you met the shadow? (laughs) Jingle, jangle, jangle, jingle, mingle. Sleigh bells, sleigh bells, sleigh bells. Reindeer. Jingle bells. Oh, you already took oh, that da- one. Damn it, Tom. I sorry. If you you know you see you've heard the beginning of this middle. What's the theme that we have going on? Well, it's the holidays, my friends. The holidays Wait, oh, are coming. I, thought, I like that you jumped in and told them uh, before they came to the logical conclusion you know of what? we don't every know what time, the fuck holidays sound like. Every time <laughs> we ask a question, I immediately think that people will pause to think about the question. Oh, okay, really give yeah. it some thought. Yeah. And then when they press play, it's like, oh, yeah, it was oh, the holidays. Of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You were right. I, I required my 45 minutes of quiet contemplation <laughs> to answer this question. We have to stop asking questions in the <laughs> middle. We really <laughs> should. Yeah. Or I got to put the middle closer to the end and then it doesn't become the middle. It becomes the end. Ooh. Okay. Mm, it's real I, think, I know. I was like, wait, right. wait, wait, wait. I need 45 minutes to think about this now. <laughs> I was like, hold on, hold on. I need 45 minutes to think of a good like portmanteau for this. <laughs> Uh, Well, while you think about your portmanteau, we have uh, something we call Game Time over on Patreon, where we have the privilege to play with our patrons. And this month, we are running a holiday-themed game, and that is going to be played on December the 18th. It's a Saturday morning in North American times, other time zones. This is also a time for you. Also a time. If you're looking for a specific start time, (laughs) 8 a.m. Pacific. (laughs) So yes. extrapolate that yeah. for whatever Google, time zone you're put in. put it in there. But you can find all the details at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Come join us over there. We still have a few spots left. Um, we, I'm running it. I believe Tom is set to play in it. I'm on the schedule. I've, I've thrown it to Amy and Carla. Now the ball's in their court. Maybe they'll be there. Who knows? I'd love to. I love the holidays. Holiday episode. Maybe Woo. maybe our dog will be sleeping through it and we can <gasps> both join. One can only hope. <laughs> oh my gosh. It oh. would be it would be a holiday miracle. Would be. Uh, so patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you for the holidays. And if not, we run a game time every single month. Uh, so hopefully there's one for you. They're a lot of fun. Just ask people in our Discord. Links down in the description. 
Okay, talk to you soon. No, come on. There's on. no way. Hold on. Have you met the shadow? <laughs> it sounds like because his name oh is the shadow, it seems like he yeah. could lead an undead no. army. But if you met him, you would know that that just, I mean, he couldn't even lead himself. He doesn't wear shoes with laces. Look, the boys and girls in prophecy aren't always our best and brightest. I'll be honest. Okay, well, they might have to do a little more workshopping on that one because I just, I don't buy it for a minute. No, oh, yeah, no. But so maybe, like, sure, Shadow War sounds really cool, but it's not, it's not that, that's not your guy. Surely that's just a coincidence and it has nothing to do with him. There's lots of shadows. Oh, sorry, what? I think you're right, Professor. These these folks can't save the world. Oh, we definitely can. Like, it's kind of been a, our whole thing so I far. I mean, I'm not rising to that bait. You seem like you believe in prophecies, and I definitely believe in prophecies because there's one that we're gonna save the world. So, well, are you gonna save the world from the Shadow Wars? I mean, I again, our prophecies are also a little vague about what exactly. You know how prophecies are. It's like. Save the world. It's all like big picture. It doesn't really get into like the granularity of how exactly, you know. So perhaps you've gotten your prophecy in my prognostication. I I guess it's, I guess it's possible, but I mean, the shadow leading an army. Okay. I mean, just give him some lace up shoes and it'll take, keep him busy for a while. We can take it down from the inside. Well, look. Like I said, it's in the it's in the fairly distant future. I think that's what I said. If it's not what I said, it's what I meant. Ahead of us right now are these devil cultists with the porbles. I agree. Let's get a let's get a drink and and uh, give these guys a chance to, to chat it through. There's a lot of non-negotiable script in it for you guys too. Also, the uh, warden of Geneverwinter, kind of on your ass. We can help with that. Eddie. And he rolls off. Squeak, squeak, squeak. That fucking warden still after me? What? It's been... I mean... We... We... We wrapped that up at some point, right? I... I mean, we must have. Right? I mean... Did we? Hmm. It's just like you go around doing good deeds, so you sort of sometimes forget about well, just maybe some loose ends. That you're back, you know, your back end, you, where you come from, you've made yeah. up for it, right? Like, I've grown a lot. Miss Mad Meow Meow would see that, except she's exactly. a bitch. I'll well, say it. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it again. <laughs> it's It's true. It's true. Got me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, well, if I can get them to get her off my tail. I mean, that would that would be good. I guess that would eliminate a problem that we sort of forgot we had. So, great. Yeah, wouldn't that be the worst if um, I just ended up in jail again? Oh, God. And they'd be on to the crab claw thing. Like, we couldn't. Oh, yeah, I can't really go to that I, well too I many times. I can only keys to so many things. Exactly. And you're out of practice. Am Maybe? I? Mm, you're right. I don't know. If that's you personal. asked me to stop sharing at one point, so you know. you're right, and I appreciate that you have done so. No ways. Um, but mo- so, every time you ask for a pencil, every time. So, um, oh, guys, oh my god, um, the book. I, I can't believe I I got so distracted by the competing prophecies and the cult and the the writing in the book. It was really it's bad. Three. Just three lines. A 
attack, Celestia, and don't come. And it's so, look at it, it's so frantic. It's something really bad is happening, I guess, in Celestia, and I guess we should not go? Who's writing this book? Well, I mean, Bahamut, but... Yeah, I always kind of thought it was the, the big guy himself. Yeah, I mean, and look at how nice his handwriting normally is. This is, this is bad. Hmm. So, hold on, hold on. This is just telling us we shouldn't go somewhere. But I guess we need to know that something bad's happening so we can just worry about it without having any control over the outcome whatsoever, well, what, I guess. So, well, yes, because oh, like, what if, what if we're not help, what if we're not supposed to help with that one? What if we're supposed to be somewhere else? So they're like saying, hey, there's bad uh-huh. shit happening here. You might hear about it, but, but like you're needed you're elsewhere. You're needed somewhere else. Well, and maybe I mean, it's that's... this new prophecy that we're supposed to go for. Yeah. Because wouldn't you be disobeying Bahamut if you were all like, huh, don't go. I'm going to go. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, yep. Yeah, you know, for once, I have to say it. Sully's made a very good point. I uh, agree. Sully has made an excellent, well-reasoned point. Thank you. Which maybe, yeah, there is strange things afoot. And this new prophecy might be the way that we need to go. Yeah. So I guess let's go get some devil cultists. I mean, we're not doing anything else right now. We're certainly not going to Celestia. Nope. Because we can follow simple direction. Yeah. Over at the bar, uh, Nanpa is talking to the professor and saying, I don't get it. I, I, I hit him with the intrusion at Butts Hole. I hit him with the goblin housing uprising. Ooh. I hit him with the little doggy in the portal. Uh, 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 nothing worked except the warden. These guys are obsessed with themselves. <laughs> Amy is hurt, but Sullivan can't hear this. <laughs> yeah. We just need him to go through the motions. But, you know, we need that orb. Devils, you know, we got people counting on this. Ha, balls. You're so funny, Professor. <laughs> You're right, Professor. Looks like they're done over there. And uh, uh, Nanpa squeaks back over. <laughs> Have you made a decision the Professor wants to know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Have a Werther's. The slot comes open and gives a second Werther's to Glim. Oh, Werther's thank you. To Sully. Werther's to Moot. <laughs> Worthers are for closers, Professor. <laughs> and he slams the little drawer shut. <laughs> Later in this episode, if you don't throw shit at him, I'm, really, I'm not convinced you're a real monkey. Uh, thank you. These are delicious. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're going to do the mission. We'll get the the ball for balls. You're good kids. I could tell you were good kids. Even if you didn't take the mission, you're good kids. Really? Because you started out with all of our faults about, like, Butts Hole, the zombie prince. I mean, you kind of laid it on real thick that you think we're real screw-ups. Tough love, big guy. We're here to give you direction. By direction, do you mean you are going to come and help with the whole cult thing? Or are you guys just going to chill here and we'll bring back the orb? Or <laughs> You're right, Professor. Of course we come. This crossbow is not just for other things that a crossbow could be for besides shooting cultists and demons. Shish kebabs. Always shish kebabs. Back scratches. It's also for shish kebabs. 
Yeah. Lock picking. Shoehorn. He pulls out his notebook and starts writing these things out. These, this is actually good stuff. <laughs> Sometimes when there's something really high on a shelf, and I mean really tight because I'm pretty tall, and you just can't quite reach it and you get something long and skinny and you kind of like scoop it towards you, you could mm. use it for that. Actually, that's not a problem for me. And he crosses that one out. Oh. After he writes down the monologue <laughs> that she gave about getting it. <laughs> every no, word. Every word is written one. down. No, nope. Disagree. And it crosses out each letter. It's actually, cro- you know, little slant crosses each time. <laughs> it takes it takes about a minute. We transition to some travel. Got to make it to a mountain here. You're settle up at your at your inn and pack up all your things and head out on the road and find yourself in the middle of a forest. Are where, we walking? Well, I guess uh, does uh, do Nampon Nine and Professor Smart Monkey have means of travel, or or, or are we walking? Well, the unfortunately the cart and horse we came in on have been completely corrupted by squish fruit. Uh, uh, and and uh, he he pours out a little whiskey out of his out of his tea kettle. But that's okay. We have all this script and a giant expense account. Let's get a let's get a cart. The whiskey that's being poured out, you see Professor Smart Monkey catching it as it's falling to the ground in his mouth. We cut ahead. You're in the middle of a forest. There are are wild animal sounds coming from all around you, and ahead of you is a a crater before you. You could go around it. Might add a few hours. It's rather large. Or you could go down through it. But inside is a a slick, oily tar pit. I'm not fucking going in there. How deep is this crater? To the to the center depth, probably 75 feet. So it, it, it bowls out. But huge if it's going to take us a couple hours to go around it. So it's not very deep, but it is very, it's got a Steep. large circumference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we think the cultists are in here? No, the cultists are in the mountains. This is just a minor inconvenience that I'm sure our heroes will find a way to get us through. Not, not through, around. Sorry, Mr. Monkey, <laughs> Professor. Thround. Thround. We're using portmanteaus. I've learned from you. You can't just portmanteau anything. It's got, whatever. I'm not going through this, you guys. Look, it's yuck. Um, I kind of think I'm with Sully. It is for sure total yuck. And there's no way our cut's going through that. Horse, you want to go through there? He says no. We're not losing a horse in the muck. I refuse to see it (laughs) or think about it. Yeah, it's not happening. So I know it's going to delay the whole thing by like some time, but honestly, like... To be honest, I could have argued about whether or not we should have done this for an extra two hours back at the tavern. So is it really adding time onto it? I mean, the cultists aren't expecting us at a specific time. I mean, I think we can just go around. It's a prophecy. Yeah. It, it's, uh... it's not time specific. So yeah, I don't think we should go through this. Monkey turns to uh, Nampon 9. Ooh, you could do that. You could glide. Let's 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 show him what we got, Professor. Professor pulls out of his uh, his pocket there. He's just... wearing a lab coat. Yes. Yeah. Yep. A black lab coat. Black oh, okay. lab coat. Yep. Or like a suit. A suit lab coat. Hmm. A lab coat over a suit. They're both black. Right. Yep. <laughs> he pulls out of his his black lab coat a white piece of chalk, and it 
there's no chalk dust that comes out and quickly moves around and draws a huge circle on around your group. What do you what do you think he's doing? And then looks to Nampon Nine and kind of shrugs. Okay. Let's everybody uh everybody uh hold hands. Why? Because it builds trust. No, because it's the spell. We're gonna do a spell. Oh, magic is happening. That oh, monkey's uh, a oh, witch. Okay. He begins speaking up <laughs> and closes his eyes and holds the chalk above his head and everybody the- repeat after the professor. <laughs> And the chalk begins to glow and dust begins to swirl. And in a snap, you're on the other side of this huge crater. (gasps) Wow. Okay. I'm so glad you did that. That was very impressive. I have to say. Moot, can you do that? Moot, can you do stuff like that? I I haven't learned that one yet. Um, Nampa, can the professor... Teach me that at some point. I, well, maybe you don't want him to. Are are we on the right side? Isn't it the same side we started on, Professor? You look down, and you're in the middle of the same chalk circle. All right, one more time. You got it this time, buddy. I believe in you. I mean, I think that says more about us. We thought we were on the other side already. <laughs> I know. I kind of well, like there was magic happened. I just I mean, assumed it worked and well. The thing it is and- a circle. Uh, he looks down. And then puts the chalk back in his pocket and then just starts walking around. He, 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 he's very sensitive. Look, let's all, we can, we can go around. That's not so bad, right? Well, I suggested oh, it to begin with. I we can know. go around. Hey, struggles with magic. No need to get into detail Ask on him that about one. his I've, height. Oh boy, here we go again with this. You all seem giant to me. But size isn't everything, buddy. You'll get taller. I don't know if you will. Uh, we fade out uh, of this scene on sad monkey songs. Sad mm. monkey songs. I, I, I think the the walk is nice, Professor. Don't worry about it. This is great. And we transition to the mouth of a large cave at the top of this magnificent mountain that was before you. Everybody slightly out of breath for how long it took. Um, yeah, excuse me. was a horse. Almost Glim everybody. Glim is not out of breath. Okay. <laughs> Sully did not walk. I mean, Glim is carrying Sully. <laughs> the horse slightly out of breath for carrying everybody except Glim. This is a really big cave. There's probably like a lot of people in there. Devils, Col- devil, devil, pe- not cultists that worship devils. Right. Maybe devils also, but TBD. It's a party. So who wants to go first? Wait, no. Well, I mean, if we... it's a party, do we just walk in or should we plan first? Who am I? It's a whole new world. Well, I don't know if I'm okay with it. Nampa, what do you know about, um, if anything, I know prophecies, a little sketchy. Um, these cultists, they have the orb, so we know that. Do they have, um, I don't know, like a lot of other super magic deadly weapons, or are they kind of soft and weak, or... Do they like to keep, like, wizards and, like, magic people to, like, well, do that Well, if there's thing? one thing I know about cultists, every cultist, every cultist in the world has one thing in common. They kidnap children. Ooh, 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 ooh. They wear robes? 
Robes. I would here have a Worthers. I was gonna say robes. <gasps> robes. I got. I have a robe. Uh, uh, as you're looking, uh, uh, Nan Paul looks at the professors. Yes, professor. They also have shoes and hair. They don't all have hair though. Some of them are probably bald. Some have sandals. Mm. No, some of them are bald down there too, professor. It's a personal preference. Anyway, we're off topic. Maybe we uh, just like, who's got robes? I got a robe. Do you have extra robes or? I brought robes for all of you. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I do have one extra robe, but it would be like a tank top for you, Glim. Kind of under, you know, he 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 pulls his his shield out when we're strapped to his to his little chassis, and he pulls out uh, four matching round tiny robes that would fit him and not you. Maybe if you oh, took my well, robe and a few of his robes, like sewed them together, uh, or yeah. we could, you know, go in with our robes and be like get some information and not do anything crazy, and then come out and like let you know that there's like. Four people in there. Oh, I thought you were going to say, then come out and then do the crazy thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, all together. What if we just wait, like, for 20 minutes, see who comes and goes, and, like, try and get a handle on their whole situation here? Kidnap you know, them, instead of just barging strip in. Strip them of the robes. Use oh, the robe. Oh, that. Oh. Yes. Good thinking. Okay. Professor Smart Monkey kind of looks to everybody and turns and starts walking into the cave. Does he understand oh. common? Absolutely. Haven't you been listening to a word he said? Come on. Sorry. And then Paul wheels in after him. I haul my robe on as I'm walking in there. And I have I have the hood down in front of my eyes. Does this technically count as spelunking? I mean, I think it does. We're in a cave, I'm right? I say yeah. You all follow behind Professor Smart Monkey and Nampa 9 and you are qu- quietly, quietly walking through. I oh, presume. definitely. You're right. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nanpa kind of squeaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, soft footsteps and squeaks echo through this chamber. You walk past a few like tunnels that lead into open passageways, and you don't see uh, a lot of signs of people. There's some footsteps in the dirt and dust, but they look a little older. Now, are there other signs? Bathroom this way. Cafeteria. Yes. Next Mm. service, 56 kilometers. (laughs) Check your fuel. Yeah, specifically that one. You pass. Yeah. Okay. And you're following behind Professor Smart Monkey, who's scaling the walls as he's going and um, like disappearing in like just this mist and then appearing on another side and you get down to the end of this long tunnel and enter into this open chamber and at the center of this chamber is a stalagmite and on the end of this stalagmite is this glowing orb hey you guys i found the orb I mean, that seems a lot easier than I thought it was going to be to locate. Yeah, we haven't even seen any cultists, and they're, like, not even hiding it. So, like, before anything happens, should we just go snatch it? I mean, yeah. Hold on. I, hold on. Let's move quick. Stop fucking around. Get the orb. I want to check for traps first. And Sully checks for traps first. Okay. 
Investigation. Ah, oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh. Eight. Yeah, no, it's fine, everybody. It's fine. Are you sure? I'm gonna just... Hmm, <laughs> 26. Fuck. No, wait. That's a lie. That's a lie. My investigation is <laughs> I'm just adding... I athletically look around. Uh, You're like lunging in different directions. Oh, eyeballs. Totally. You're parkouring up the wall to check for traps. Uh, sorry. It was a 19. Oh Still God. good. Uh, it was a good roll. That's it's like, just like a huzzah. really oh, good description of the disparity between my roles and everybody else's uh, Okay, so yeah, Sully gives like a, a cursory, like just like from where he's standing and the old thumbs up. Uh, Glim, you go closer to pre- presumably to look around. Yep. Yeah, and I, I can see up a sure. lot higher. You know, if there's a trap up on a high shelf or something, I can see that. So yeah, you make more of an effort to find anything, and you don't see any visible traps in this room. Well, I don't, I don't see anything. I mean, maybe it's really just well, that's why this easy. I just said that. Why did you have to look and then? Like make me feel like my looking wasn't good enough. It's just that you see they have like this this high shelf up here, and I thought maybe what kind of cave is this? <laughs> they have they do storage up along the top shelf, and yeah. also weirdly, it's really convenient. They, so it's a lot of storage, but then also there's like some sort of decorative pottery. How did they even dust up there though? It's really it's it's not practical. It just would be so. It's not practical. Well, I'm gonna. Ha- can I even reach the orb? I can't even reach the orb, can I? How high up is it? How tall? How high you is the orb? You said it was orb? a stalagmite. Well, they yeah. could be of many different sizes. It could be many different sizes. Exactly. I'd say it's probably like a, it's a substantial stalagmite, like probably four, four and a half feet. So like you would have to reach for it, but Sully could get it. My God, look at the size of that stalagmite. What hero could summit that? So- Sally goes to grab it because it just seems like something's like it's shiny. Mm-hmm. I want 100%. Uh, you go and grab the orb. Mm-hmm. And as you touch it. Oh, God. Do I get teleported back to that crater and now I have to walk all the way back <laughs> while everyone else completes this mission? Oh, my God. What a terrible punishment that would be. That would be so good. No, you touch it and it disappears in your hand. Oh, God, guys, it broke. I lost it. And you hear this metal, these metal bars crash to the ground behind you. And you look and you see Nampa 9 and Professor Smart Monkey standing on the other side of the gate. And coming up behind them are five other figures. Oh, watch out behind you guys. Look, they're, look out behind you. Took you long enough. Stop fucking around, boys. You guys were supposed to be here a couple hours ago. You know, they, they, they don't speak monkey. They couldn't get us across the crater. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Do labels on shirts mean nothing anymore? Here, have a Werther's. Yeah, have a Werther's. And Sully totally flips him the bird.
Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 105, starring Amy Moore as Sully, Carla Maxted as Glim, Tom Laird as Moot, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master, with special guest Lindsay Bowen as Nanpon 9. Editing, production, and sound design is by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Kevin McLeod and Epidemic Sound, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Lulahan, and Charlie Warley. Support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You'll also receive bonus episodes and a full exclusive podcast called The Adventures Of, run by Tom, with characters played by Amy, Carla, and I. We hope to see you over there. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragoncast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. What are you doing with your hands? It's really distracting. Whatever I want. <laughs> Just never mind, all right? Like what? <laughs> uh, Look, okay. I have to speak as a monkey who doesn't speak, okay? Uh-huh, I have to think wonderful. of what to say like eight minutes before I want to say it. <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a great mental process. Now take out all take out all of your words. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like Yeah. Ha, balls. Ha. <laughs> You're so funny. We could probably take that again. You're right. No. No, I no, love it. I think it's perfect the way it is. <laughs> okay, it looks that like that's gonna be wonderful. Ooh. Ah ah. Ting ting. <laughs> and I was gonna be like, you made us sound stupid, Russ. Damn it. We do that ourselves. Yeah, we don't need any help <laughs> no. with that. Look, you all just made monkey noises. I think we're, <laughs> I think we're even. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Modes of thought in Interran literature. Second year classics. Harvard University. Seven years ago, a Chinese military sub accidentally went down in the Pacific Ocean. Turns out, the sub fell smack in front of a gigantic three-sided pyramid in the ruins of what we now call Dark City. This Interran lit class. Seems like there's a lot of debate about it. Legally, I cannot stop you from teaching this class, but I strongly advise that you- What? You know what, if you want to tank your reputation, that's on you. You don't believe a word I say about Antara, right? You're right. I do not believe Antara exists. I need to know. Is it real? You came all the way to China to find out? Okay, everyone, get out right now. Now, Raquel, what the hell are you doing? I'm gonna cut my hand, and you're all gonna feel it. Ow! See? I told you. Modes of thought in Interran Literature, an audio drama produced by Wolf of the Door Studios. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.